0: Cause I'm ready to go Let's have a good time Let's go. What you waiting for? You only got one life.
1: one life And we gonna live it up So give me the green light give
0: it to me. Cause I'm ready to go oh, oh, oh. What a song that is. Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. This is a special edition of the show. It is the Wrestlemania Newspaper Diaries. Today we're going to be talking about our experience at Wrestlemania 33. I've got a special guest. It's Danny from the House of Honour podcast. Danny, how are you doing?
1: Hey yo, I'm good man, I'm good. Just for future reference, I'm Danny and you're Dan
0: right sorted. We've just it so sorted. everybody knows yeah so I, I i can be daniel i don't mind being daniel dan it's just not for me dan um anyway you call me whatever you want um so danny right so we're gonna go back almost two years in time now to late march early april of 2017 it was wrestlemania 33 in orlando florida i'm gonna start with you danny Obviously, I'm guessing you'd wanted to make the trip to WrestleMania for quite a long time. What made this WrestleMania your first? What took it over the line for you to make sure that this was the first one that you would be attending? Right. Yeah, I watched
1: WrestleMania 32. um, And I was at a time in my life where I'd just split up with a girlfriend. um, She's dead to me. Fuck her. and we were just at that point where I was saying, you know, life's getting a bit boring, I'm in my 30s, uh, what needs to happen? And I'll be honest with you, I'd never even considered going to a WrestleMania, I just didn't think it was possible. I don't know why, the hassle of getting tickets, I didn't know what to do. And after WrestleMania 32, I watched a series of vlogs by a guy called Amwar Thinks uh, on YouTube, really good channel if you want to go and check it out please do and he did um a number of wrestlemania daily vlogs and he'd done it from wrestlemania 30 31 and then 32 and i just decided to get in touch with him on twitter and basically said look how do i make this happen and he was dead kind um he helped us out told us what to do and I started saving and I started uh, making the arrangements to uh, to go to thirty-three.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. So you were finally getting to go. How how did you find getting the tickets? Was it I remember the first time I got mine, it was a stressful, stressful time, I thought. Because you don't know Stress. if it's gonna sell out that first time, do you? You're thinking, Oh, are the tickets gonna sell out?
1: Exactly. It was the worst, the, the most stressful thing ever because Ticketmaster is a pile of shit. So it just decides to go down. It doesn't refresh things. It, it your tickets will just go missing. You're in a queue for so long. It'll kick you out. It's horrible. And it was basically 40 to 45 minutes of blind panic. Um I wanted certain tickets. I didn't get them. I ended up getting uh basically nosebleeds. Um and it was it. It was a, a a very stressful forty-five minutes to an hour.
0: Yeah, and then but the thing is now I bet it's not even stressful, really, is it? It can be a little bit, but you know you're gonna get tickets, don't you? So it's not as. I don't yeah, know. I, I didn't think, find it as stressful the second and third time as maybe the first. That initial. I think. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I think um,
1: Raw is the most stressful one for me. Um, you can get tickets for SmackDown easily. But because everybody has the package tickets, um, there's obviously a lot less that go to actively go on sale for raw, and that's the one I I find stressful every year.
0: As if, see, I, I haven't even got my raw tickets for WrestleMania thirty-five. I'm just not. I don't know. But, I just thought I'll just wait. But we know
1: when when you get there, somebody's going to be selling them for face value. Yeah. You? Yeah, it's, it's I, like just, well, I just like to have that definite in my life. Do you know what I mean? Rather than relying on, you know, uh, somebody else getting tickets.
0: Yeah, well, I was talking to uh, Amwar, you know, um, on the airport after WrestleMania 33. And for this Raw, he actually just walked up to the building and just got a ticket <laughs> from the box yeah. office. Yeah,
1: they, they hold back a certain amount, apparently. Yeah. And they do it every year. Um, but, yeah, he, Amwar went to that with no tickets literally no i think i don't even think he had the mania tickets and he never paid more than face value for any of the tickets that he got
0: as if well that is a great transition into my next little story for you danny right so so you listen to the wrestlemania 31 podcast that i did I did. Um, very good yeah, you very listen good. to that. Yep, check that out, ladies and gentlemen. If you've not listened to that, that's on the Wrestling Newspaper, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Um, but so basically, so in the two years from Mania Thirty One to Mania Thirty Three, I myself had had a kid in that time. Um, I'd lost my job that I'd had at WrestleMania Thirty One that I'd had for about five years. And wow. um, so I was unable to go to WrestleMania 32. I had the hotels booked. Um, I was getting ready to get the tickets. But I thought, well, I can't really leave a newborn baby a month after being born. Because um, the due date for it for, uh, was February the 27th. So I thought, I'm cutting it a bit fine there. So I thought, I'll bite the bullet. I'll miss this one. So I missed WrestleMania 32, right? So I thought, yeah, I'll be a good person. So I'll go to WrestleMania 33, right? So I get my tickets, Danny, in November. And the work that I'm getting is just going down and down. There's not as much work for me where I was... Basically, I was working for a family company. And there just was, wasn't any work. They were sort of keeping me on just to help me, I think. Um, yeah. So there was less and less days. Obviously, there was Christmas just before you spend a lot of money for your little girl's first Christmas. I'm babbling on a bit here, but hey. So basically, it got to the point where I thought, it's I've got about £400. I've not booked my flight. About six weeks before, I thought, I can't go. I'm not going to go through the stress of saving for six weeks. Do you know what I mean? The stuff I need to get. Little girl's birthday is the middle of February. So I thought, right, I'm going to sell my tickets. So I put on my Twitter, selling WrestleMania tickets if anyone's interested. Who should pop up? I never spoke to him before. Anwar, who you're talking about, you know, from the videos. So he pops up. And with, I'm selling these tickets to him, so I'm telling him, talking about how much I want for him, and he's like, "Oh, they're a little bit dear for me." Um, I was, I can't remember if it was fair. I think I paid like 300 quid for my WrestleMania tickets and stuff. Um, mm. so I talked to him for about half an hour, and I was like, "Right," I said, I "Probably can't." He, he said, "I don't really want to spend that money on it." So I thought, fair enough. So like, I'll just put them on StubHub or whatever. Someone will buy them. It, they were yeah. really good seats. So as I'm doing this. My mum at the time walks in and she could hear me talking, I think, to Anwar about it. And uh, she was like, are you not going? I was like, no, I'm just going to make the decision not to go. I've got other things to concentrate on. So she, she lends me the money. She says, I'll lend you the money. Pay me back. Ah, uh,
1: she She's a good source, isn't she?
0: So, she? so I think she lent me probably, it was probably, I don't know, a couple, of, a couple of hundred. It was enough to book my flight on top of what I already had. And it meant I had a few weeks to save up. Yeah. So so the day before we're about to fly, Danny, yeah, I'm printing off the tickets at the place that I work, yeah? This is the yeah. day before. So I bit the bullet, come up to me. I'm really sorry, Daniel. There's not going to be any work for you when you get back.
1: <laughs> oh, the day
0: before. And I was like, oh, my God. So I remember thinking that I thought, right, because i had done a little bit of window cleaning, you know, here and there. And I yeah. thought, right, I'm going to have to start smashing this when I get back. So, yeah, so that was me. I was going to WrestleMania. I think I had about $300 spending money, Danny, to go to Orlando. I'm not joking, well,
1: $300. If anything, I mate, mean, funny things happen in life. It could have well have set you on the path that you, you you eventually chose, where you're your own boss. You seem happy. You've got time to do things like this, you know. So it might not be all bad uh, in in the end.
0: Yeah, like what it no, it's turned out great now. I'm sat here with a brew looking out the window at the rain, thinking I don't need to go and stand outside in that just yet. Um, so, yeah, that was me babbling on a little bit about the changes in my life from WrestleMania 31 to 33. So, after babbling on a little bit, let's get to the day. So, Danny, you've woke up. You're ready to go to WrestleMania for the first time. How excited were you?
1: Mate, honestly, I, I, I didn't sleep, but I'm anxious as well because... This is the first time in about four years that I've been on a plane, never mind a long-haul flight. I haven't been on a long-haul flight for maybe 10 years um, before that. So I was anxious as well as excited. Um, I got to Manchester Airport about four hours before I needed to. Um, well, it should have been two hours before you get there. I was there four hours. Um I go and get checked in earlier. told this woman I'm listening. I'm a bit nervous. I had like a document holder with all these, all the paperwork that you've been emailed and stuff like that. Um, And I spoke to this woman woman from Virgin uh, Atlantic who said she basically booked me in. She did it herself. And she said, are you traveling alone? I said, I am. But I've got a friend coming along because I've met Anwar at Progress and I've been chatting to him. um, And he's on the same flight as me. Um, and she made sure they put us together for uh, for the flight over to Boston because we had a connection.
0: Oh, that's pretty. So, that was pretty good of him.
1: Yeah, she was dead nice. Her name was Stella. So if she's listening, thank you, Stella. Um, and we got got to Manchester Airport, and Anwar had met another girl who was also a vlogger, um, and she does fa- fa- fantastic videos. Here it's Emmy Vlogs, um, and she did another series for Wrestlemania 33 um, and we met met with them and her friend I can't remember her name, chatting about it but Manchester Airport at that time just looked like, it looked like a WrestleCon because there's that many t-shirts, there's that many there was about three flights going out to um, Orlando uh, with, all within like an hour, hour and a half of each other so there was loads of people there it was a good way to start and um, I didn't, um, I didn't really drink much on the flight over there because Anwar doesn't drink. And I just didn't want to sit there and get absolutely smashed on the way over there. Um, <laughs> so, And that was when we got into Boston. That was uh, the
0: first time I met your fine self. Yeah, it was. So I just want to go back to what you said. You said you got to the airport four hours at Manchester, four hours early. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not joking. I've got written down in my notes. Long ass wait at Manchester Airport was there four hours early. <laughs> so all that time we would have been in the same place. I remember do you know I remember from the airport that day, like you said, the wrestling shirts. And it was that day that I actually thought to myself, I thought you probably what might not have picked up on this. I remember thinking, Seth Rollins must be pretty over. All I saw on yeah. the airport that day was Seth Rollins t-shirts. I remember thinking that's a bit strange. There was loads of them.
1: Well, this girl Emmy who was doing the, the, the vlogs, really nice girl. Um she was wearing a Seth Rollins t shirt with Seth Rollins like um tracksuit bottoms. Um and she said she'd held off on the uh Seth Rollins socks because she thought it might have been a bit too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well so basically so we flew then, didn't we, from Manchester to Boston and yeah. um so I'll tell you from my point of view, so I'm walking through Boston airport and I would I said, I'm what? Cause I recognised him recognizing cause I've watched a few of his videos myself. And I thought if I go up to him on this airport, he's going to think that guy was trying to sell me tickets, his tickets to come to WrestleMania, telling me that he wasn't <laughs> going. So he's gonna I thought he's going to firmly think that I was like selling fake tickets or something. <laughs> so I thought, Should I go up to him? So I thought, I'll oh, sod it. So I went up to him, said hello, talking to him for a minute. And uh, he said, Oh, I'll bring my mate over, and um, come and sit with us. And at this point, I thought, really looking back two years later, I should have just fucked off. <laughs> so basically <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm sat there. I see Danny coming over. So Danny comes over and we hit it off like a house on fire, didn't we, Danny? So I'd got started with talking, we had one. We basically just sat there talking for about half an hour about everything. We were to- I think we had Aidan McGeady, uh, Preston North, and we had them on Aidan McGeady on loan from Everton at the time. I remember talking to you about that. Nah, um, I think a lot of days. Yeah, so we were just talking about everything to do with football on that airport. How long did that wait seem at Boston Airport? Maybe it was just me for obvious reasons between me and you, but maybe <laughs> that wait was a long wait, I felt at Boston. Do you know what,
1: I think it was welcome for me Because i would be able to get something to eat Have a have a drink And um, yeah, it, it, to be honest It just passed by quite, quite nicely for me um, I'll be, you know What I do remember I don't know whether Because Anwar well, just as soon as he got on the next flight He just slept um, There was two things about that flight from Boston to Orlando One, Mikey from the Spirit Squad was on with us
0: Yeah, yeah, he was Yeah, he was
1: and two, it was the. Apart from one flight that I went on recently to Dublin, it was the worst flight I've ever been on in my life. Um, in that rickety old tiny little plane, um, and we we started taxiing, and it seemed to go on for ages. You know, when you you're ready to to take off, and I always remember the captain coming over, and I was nervous already because. I, I, as I say this tiny little plane I'm not usually scared of flying But for some reason this it just shitted me up And the captain come over and said um, this, We're taking a little longer to take off Because We didn't go to the right runway Not that we were sent to the wrong runway It's because he went To the wrong runway <laughs> That didn't make me feel any better I'm going to be honest And I'd seen the captain outside, and he looked pissed. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't see any of this. Not annoyed. He looked drunk. Um, So anyway, as it turned out, it was supposed to be a a three-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, I don't know how he did it, but he got us there in two-and-a-half hours um, with a lot of turbulence, terrible landing, and basically uh, me going through my Hail Marys from school, you know, going through the rosary.
0: As if, See, I don't really remember any of the turbulence, but I do remember when we was landing in Orlando and I remember thinking, have I got the times wrong here? Like, I thought maybe, like, the time difference I'd got it worked it out wrong. Because I'm sure on our flight details, it said three hours, 29 minutes or something. And we was yeah. there for 25 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we actually come in when the, um, I don't know whether you noticed, because we were sat at different places. The The we actually come in as
0: the fireworks were going off at disney right no i did I didn't notice that I tell you one thing that I do remember I remember as we were flying away from Boston. We had a really great view like, of the Boston skyline. I thought it looked like a beautiful yes. city um but did you go did you go outside in Boston or did you walk go the entire know, through you could get there inside, couldn't you from the one terminal to the other? Yeah, we we actually
1: went outside because I was smoking at the time. Um, So I went out and had a few cigarettes. But it seemed like the uh, I think it was I can't remember the name of the airport. Was it Logan? Um, But we come out and it was right. It was right on the motorway. But there was it seemed to be close to the city. Um, But yeah, it it seemed like a nice city. Um, I've got cousins who live yeah it was i have cousins who live not too far from there in a place called Lynn in massachusetts um so it would have been nice to actually spend a day or two with them but it was it just was it, well it was
0: yeah i remember you saying you was meant you were planning on going there before new york when you originally i was yeah but um
1: it never come off um in terms of me getting Holidays booked in work. Um, I've changed jobs yeah. since, so I could have done it. it. just the logistics never matched up. However, I am actually meeting my cousin's fella. He's a huge, um, huge wrestling fan, huge New Japan fan. Um, so he's actually going to be there because they live in Boston, his brother lives in New Jersey. We're actually going to meet up and have a few drinks in,
0: in New York, so that'll be fun. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, so so we land in Orlando. Um, I remember thinking it was really easy to get through. There was no like, obviously we'd already gone through customs, but it was just like, right, you're off the plane. That was it. You was there, free yeah. to go.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really, it, it really easy when you compare the nightmare that we went through in New Orleans. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was. It was very fast, very quick. Um, me and Anwar got a um, a taxi to uh, to International Drive and went
0: our separate ways from there. As if, see, I, I'd booked one of those mirrors. Um, is it you oh, know, one yeah. of the mirrors? That... Yeah, yeah, oh, it, was, it was quite good, but you was waiting around. It was obviously so humid, and I was, I, I, I for some reason, I didn't stay on International Drive. I stayed, it was like it's so a picture where International Were you Drive is. Me or You what? Were
1: you in Kissimmee or
0: somewhere? I, I couldn't tell you, Danny. It was like so if it, i can't think it was like an extended stay or something like that one of those and it was in between if, if you picture where access was and then you yeah. picture where Camping world stadium was it was like smack band in the middle of that in the middle of nowhere and uh-huh. i mean it was in there was like a burger king nearby i literally at burger king that's all i did but um so anyway so <laughs> moving on so you get to your hotel um Anything you want to say about that? Was it was it a nice hotel? What great, was it? Was hotel it great hotel. I'd, um,
1: I was actually staying with Gary, um, from, who I've met through the WhatsApp group and WrestleMania UK travel group. Um, and as I said, people, I know you mentioned in your last episode, people go on on your own, just go for it, join the groups on Facebook, join the WhatsApp groups, um, you'll make friends with people. So Gary basically got this hotel room, um, a double, you know, two double beds in a really nice hotel and he'd I I booked somewhere way outside, um, and I, I ended up staying with him. It was it was a lovely, lovely hotel, I had about three different pools, nice bar. It was a really, really nice hotel.
0: Yeah, really, really nice. I can imagine, Danny, you only stay in the best hotels, as we could tell by that beautiful hotel we stayed in at New Orleans. <laughs> it was <like>, actually <laughs> fair. Actually, it was a nice. It was quite nice, were not it? It just stunk a weed in reception we've got we've got uh, that
1: episode to come i think yeah. haven't we
0: we'll stick a pin in it for now um so so i'm trying to th- what, what what was your first day like what did you do when on your first my, day <laughs> my first day was excellent i got bladdered um I,
1: I come in we got in obviously it was late at night um and basically had a shower and went to sleep um on the wednesday night so thursday I woke up. I'd had to lie in um, to get over plane ride and the traveling and what have you. So I got up about 10 o'clock. I went out and had breakfast at Denny's. Um, they do the best breakfast, by the way. Grand Slam breakfast all the way. And I, I kind of just thought, I'll go for a walk. Um, I had a show coming up that evening. Um, it was called a WrestlePro. Um, and it was at the. It was part of the WrestleCon live events. And... Um, and I think about four o'clock, there was a show that I didn't have tickets to, but I really wanted to go to. It was a Q&A session with Sting and Ric Flair. And I think it was being the Master of Ceremonies was JR. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to that. And it was in the same hotel where I was going that evening. It's like a big ballroom uh, where the WrestleCon live events were. And... I ended up going out uh, for, for some lunch after I had a walk and I bumped into my mate Kurt and his brother um, Craig um, and we sat and had a few drinks with them and I found uh, a picture of Everton legend Adrian Heath in the bar and it was the popping point Points Orlando and I was just about to leave because I had a few pints and something to eat and I bumped into Adam and Jordan um, who were guys that I'd known Again from the Wrestlemania So they sat me down there I had a few drinks with them By the time 3 o'clock came I was absolutely blabbered. Um And I thought Do you know what I-, I should really go to this show now But then I met somebody else And everyone was just Having a lovely day The sun was shining So I actually missed the show I actually missed two of my favourites Flair and Sting I got absolutely rat arsed. Um, and then I went home about five o'clock, I had a two hour sleep, um, and then went to the wrestle pro show. Um, but it was it, it, you know, just one of them days where the beer's flowing and the sun was shining and you had like, good company. It just didn't seem right to leave.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. That was pretty much like my first day in New Orleans, I think, by the sounds of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so obviously, myself, I didn't really know any... Do you know what I mean? I didn't know anyone. I'd spoke to you on the airport briefly. To be honest with you, looking back, I should have just said, oh, am I all right meeting meeting up with you when I get there? But I was a bit of an unsocial bastard back then. Um, but, yes, yeah, so my first day... I can't, we, we flew on the Wednesday, didn't we? It was the Wednesday. We did. We did. Yeah, so this... Was there a WrestleCon Super Show at this? WrestleMania? No. no. That, no. I know you said was... there was a WrestlePro. Yeah, that was
1: that that year. It was on the Friday, the WrestleCon Super Show. This right. year, it's on the Thursday. Um, I think it was. Yeah, it was at New Orleans as well. Um, but yeah, it, they, they were doing that. The, the WrestlePro Show that I went to um, was was actually quite a, a quite a fun show, but it went on for
0: about five hours. Um,
1: so, it, it, yeah,
0: can you remember any matches that were on it? Uh, yeah, too um, smashed.
1: No, no, I, I kind of sobered up, but then I, I realized the beer in this hotel where the WrestleCon thing was far too expensive I think it was about $13 for a, a normal size can, so I was having none of that um, There was, um, remember Global Force Wrestling? Yeah Jeff Jarrett's promotion, they had their next gen title being defended and it was Cody versus Brian Cage um, It was a decent match um, I think Joey Ryan was fighting Brandy Rhodes for the intergender <laughs> title. Um, oh. The weird, the weirdest match um, was Ryback versus Colt Cabana, and Ryback had had this thing where he'd fallen out with Cabana because and he'd called him out online seriously because of what Punk said about Ryback about him hurting people. Um, on the podcast Um, and uh, Culp Cabana did this really sort of strange acted out apology after the match and Ryback was oh yeah well you know uh, I appreciate your apology but the things you said were very hurtful. I thought this isn't a fucking episode of Dr. Phil you know I love (laughs) Cabana and it's hard. an indie
0: wrestling show on WrestleMania Mate, week.
1: It was just shite. Tommy Dreamer had a really good match and it come right up to us in the bleachers with um with like a hardcore match. It was a local guy, I think it was Chris Max or Chris Payne or something like that. Um and the other one, which was a good standout match, it was Jeff Cobb versus Fallabar um, I think I'm saying that right. You know, like the sumo wrestler type guy who looks a bit like Yokozuna that was in
0: TNA for a while. I don't know who he is. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like an interesting show. So you—that was your first day. You went to the Wrestle Pro show, got smashed. Um, I'm trying to think what I, I've got written down. I remember I basically I was that skin. I was about five miles away from... I remember seeing the WrestleCon Hotel, actually. I should have gone in. I might have bumped into you. Um, But back then, I wasn't as into indie wrestling as I am now, as you know. Um, But I walked about five miles, right, to where Access was. I said the WWE Superstore was on. So I thought, I'll have a walk down, have a nosy about. And I walked. And I thought, it's not that hot. It's not that bad. Wow. I got (laughs) to Access. I could feel myself burning. And I, I still, to this day... I'm not quite sure what it was. I ended up with loads of weird lumps all over my back, my stomach, my neck, my head. And it was there the entire trip. Just purely, as soon as I went on this walk, it was like my skin just didn't agree with this weather. And I know it was, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Like, I've got it all on the back of my neck. It was so strange. Anyway, so moving on. So, I walked there, I seen Becky Lynch was signing in the Superstore. So I'm there with my $300, right, Danny? And I walked into the Superstore, and there was this white WrestleMania football shirt. I remember thinking, oh, my God, I love that shirt. And you know how dear everything is in these Superstores. Yeah. $80 it was. And I thought, "Shit! oh, I really want it. I want it. I thought, sod it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to treat myself so... Well, my $300, I ended up getting an AJ Styles T-shirt, which was about $40. That white WrestleMania football shirt, $80. That's a nice shirt, though. Yeah, it is nice. Um, um, A program, and obviously one of the collector's cups. And I thought, right, that's it. I'll spend my money. Don't need to buy anything else. So <laughs> I literally had about $150 left after the shop, and it was the first day, Danny. I was like, oh, oh my God. So I walked back, I got myself a big shopping. I got loads of like packet sandwiches from the garage in the fridge, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> loads of cans of Fanta, about two crates of water. I thought I'll survive this. So yes, yeah, so that, that was basically me for the first day. Uh, did you go to Access?
1: No. Um I've never been to Access. This will be the first year I'm going to an Access show.
0: Right, as if, as if so the second day I went to Access. And um, this this was quite strange for me. I'm not really one for meeting wrestlers, but I thought I'll go to Access, got my tickets beforehand, I think, for this time. And um, so I thought, I'll just go and sit by the ring. So I'm sat by the ring. They have like a ring with like bleachers, a few bleachers, Access, that's it. Then there's no, I mean, there's probably about 20 people are watching. So Jim Smallman, who I didn't have a clue was at the time, came out in a suit and he introduces his promotion, Progress. And I thought, I'm sure that guy at the airport was talking about this progress stuff. <laughs> he, was, he was saying he was going to a progress show. Maybe this is what it is. I thought At the time, I thought, I wonder if that's what it is. No, no, <laughs> it was none of that. So in front of me, looking back how bizarre this was, at Access, in front of about 15 people, I saw Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews. And I was watching, I thought, what the hell? This stuff is great. Great match in front of 15 yeah. people. Tony Stone versus Ginny and Jimmy Havoc, Jimmy Havoc wrestling at Access in front of about 12 kids. Jimmy Havoc <laughs> against, I can't, his name slips me. What's Travis Banks' tag team partner, the Australian guy? T. He's, T. He's, Cooper. He was, yeah, he was really good and now he's gone really cold. Um, so I watched those three matches I thought, wow, this progress is pretty good. Thought I'll check them out when I get back to England. So really, that is what they was there for, I suppose, to promote themselves and they, at the time, gained a new fan in me. Um, there yeah. was a knack Mora had a 10-minute interview in the ring, which was really awkward. He, like, couldn't really speak English. <laughs> and the guys just asked, I think it was Mike Rome, and they're asking him questions. There's people from the crowd asking him questions. And I felt so sorry for him. He just couldn't. I forgot the whole um, interview on um, video, actually. He just didn't know what people were saying. There's, like, yeah. imagine. He's just flown over there, and he's got people from all over the world, different accents. He had Australians asking him questions. He just didn't look like he knew what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah, that, for me, that was it. I went to Access on the Friday, another low-key day. I probably went back to the hotel after this. I think I might have watched the Hall of Fame, the Kurt Angle induction on my iPad. I I was so skinned. I didn't go out and have beers or anything like that. So, Danny, I'll let no you on, what man. was your Friday like. Well,
1: for our Friday was very funny, and again involved a lot of drinks. Um, the Friday show was a uh, progress show. Um, it was progress at um, oh, what was it called? It was it was some entertainment complex. They were doing it with Evolve, um and the usual crowd uh, down there. Um, and I can never remember the, the name of the place. Um it was it was in a place called Firm Park, which it took us about 45 minutes to get to in an Uber. Um it was the Orlando events or live events center. Um and we went in and basically once you were in, you couldn't go back out. So at the time it was smoking and it was a I was like, Are oh, you joking? And the, the, the show was running late because there was Really bad congestion, bad accidents on the highway um, So they, they put it back So I, I just couldn't get out for a smoke um, So that annoyed me um, I had a few drinks while I was there And that calmed me down um, I was supposed to be seeing an Evolve show Straight after Progress However, the Progress show was was weird Good in some respects And not so great in others um, There was, I think it opened with uh, Jimmy Havoc versus Zack Sabre Jr um, which was a, a, a great match, and there were some not-so-great matches. There was James Drake versus Rockstar Spud, um, who was now Drake Maverick. Um, uh, Ginny versus Tony Storm, which I can't remember much of, to be quite honest with you. But the absolute best match, maybe of the weekend for me, but certainly of this show. Sally Sammy Callaghan and Shane Strickland versus the South Pacific Tra- Power Trip, T- TK Cooper and Travis Banks. Oh, if, you, if you've if you never seen that match, go on Progress On Demand and go and watch it. One of the best, best progress matches I've ever seen. Is it? Um, I'll have to go and check that one out. Definitely. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Trent Seven for the Atlas Championship. And then uh, Tyler Bates, who was UK WWE UK champion at the time, taking on Mark Andrews, and for the Progress World title, it was Pete Dunne versus Mark Haskins. Sounds like um, a good show. It, it was, it was, but the, the weird thing was, there was loads of Americans seeing progress for the first time, and it, the chants were, this is progress, this uh, is Oh yeah, progress. I remember that.
0: That was like that in the New York show, the opening. Uh, mate, it
1: was it was a bit weird um and you know james drake was uh, ass face and he's got his own ass on his face and it was all this ass stuff it was just weird to hear the progression um but there was a lot there i think that i think there was about eight between eight hundred to a thousand and i think again over that the course of those events that are held by world wrestling network or evolve that was the highest attended show, which says That was the first time they'd come over for a Bay Area weekend, um, and it was the same for New Orleans uh, show as well. It was the highest attended event at the, at those events,
0: right? As if see, the, the, I we'll get into the New Orleans show on another day. But yeah. I hated that show. But uh, what you were saying, Travis Banks actually faced Shane Strickland the year after at the show we was at, didn't he? Do you remember did, the main yeah. event? Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a really good show Honestly, I could kick myself for not being able to go to stuff like that I just wasn't in the loop at the time But that sounds like a great show Were Rev Pro over there? They
1: were, they were at WrestleCon um, But I didn't didn't get it It was on the same day And as I say, I was supposed to be going to the Evolve show after this um, But we were stood outside It was hot I'm seeing Adam um, Welsh Danny Um, and one of Adam's mates called Jordan, who went over, and they said, we're getting a taxi back. Um, As I say, it was about a 45-minute journey. So we got this. I I said, you know what? I'll just come back with you guys, Um, because you had to wait outside the building. It was roasting hot. And I come back, and I thought, I'd rather spend a tenner on a taxi than spend, like, 45 quid or $45 on my own. So I come back with them. Um, And we had the most fun Jordan was drunk, he's the most Leeds man You've ever spoken to in your life The most Leeds man The the most Leeds man Um, Proper Yorkshire Worse than probably. How much worse than the I mean, Neil's got nothing on Jordan Um, As we're coming back We've got this poor Uber driver called Justin Um, Adam's still friends with him on Facebook And we we're going back and Jordan's talking to him and he's saying, he's saying, so, Justin, your beard, what about your beard? And I can't do a Yorkshire accent, but he was basically saying, You've got, have got. you ever, ever had Yorkshire pudding? Yorkshire pudding, this, that, and the other. And this poor Floridian Uber driver who'd never heard of Yorkshire pudding um, and didn't understand what Jordan meant by his beard. Um, get your beard to make your Yorkshire pudding. Get on the uh, get on the internet and have a look. <laughs> and it, for some, we all just took took them Mickey out of each other where we were from and bouncing back and forth. We'd all had to drink, um, so we dropped Adam and Jordan because they, they they were with the girls at the time. They went back to their hotel, and me and Welsh Danny went and to Senor Frogs and had a lot more beer. I went home and had an afternoon nap, and then I went out to Dave and Buster's, which is the sports bar and arcade. And watch Bellator. Um, it was the first first meeting of um Rampage Jackson versus uh Muhammad Lowell, King, King Mo. Um uh, a really good atmosphere, a really good show. what the, the main fight wasn't very great, wasn't very good, but um it, great place to watch it in, an American sports bar, it's fantastic.
0: Nice. There was one of those in New Orleans, actually. We should have gone in. Um, I you, what you? I was listening to what you've been saying there. One thing that I will say about the WrestleMania in Orlando, obviously, I didn't go to the indie shows. It was so spread out, wasn't it? Even more so than New Orleans. At least New Orleans. Do you know what I mean? There was it wasn't that bad unless you went to the progress shows.
1: No, you're right, Dan. It was um, it was completely spread out, um, especially what we'll get to in a, in a sec, The ROH show that was an hour away.
0: Yeah, so it's like obviously. For people who don't know, International Drive is probably about 15, what, 15 miles maybe from where the Amway Center is and where WrestleMania was. So uh, you had even... Yeah. It was something like yeah, that, I think. Um, because for, for me, I was obviously in the middle, so it wasn't as bad. But anyway, so we've gone on for quite a while. Let's get to, Danny, the Saturday. And I know where this is going. You went to Ring of Honor. I went to NXT. Um what I'll do I'll quickly talk about NXT and then I'll let you talk about Ring of Honor. Um can say, so uh,
1: can I just say at this point how good is the Amway center?
0: Oh it's so wait, it's so much better in it than the what was it the Dunkin donuts at the New Orleans <laughs> in New Orleans it's so much better. It was definitely better than that shithole in San Jose for sure. And <laughs> um, oh honestly Danny that place it it was probably I'm, it's how I'd imagine the Hallam FM Arena in Sheffield to be in the 70s. <laughs> Honestly, that place, it was like one entrance in, you were all rammed in. It, it uh, What a sh- shithole. Sorry if you're from San Jose. I'm sh- fucking sh- Anyway, so... Do you, know, do you know what you should apologise for when we were talking about that? And I'm
1: sorry, I know we pushed the time. But when you were explaining to me via text what Santa Clara was like, and you said to me... <laughs> It was a bit like Wigan, <laughs> <laughs> because it's between San Jose and San Francisco, which is like Liverpool and Manchester. I just can't believe you you compared Santa Clara to Wigan. Do
0: you know? No, what I was trying to say is right. So say say if you picture Danny right, Orlando and New Orleans as as say a Manchester or Liverpool, like a big city. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A big city center, and then if you went to Wigan. San Jose would be like a Wigan in the aspect of it's just a little town centre. Do you know what I mean? Not a lot going on. Like a few did local bars.
1: Oh, they a, did they have a Gregs and a cash for gold in Santa Clara?
0: <laughs> no, it was all Subway and Starbucks, I'm afraid. Um, so, yeah, so the Amway Centre, it was brilliant, weren't it? It was really, really impressive. The Wi-Fi that I remember thinking, that was excellent. The view from South your seats. East. But anyway, so... I get to NXT, right? I'm going to talk about my journey to NXT. So I had no money. I thought, I'm not walking. I'm not... For people who don't know, um, I, I, I hate to like, dampen a place as you've seen by how I shat on San Jose, but the Amway Center is basically next to one of the roughest neighborhoods in America, according to my research and first-hand experience. Uh, I think it's called Paramore. And this place, mm. I'm sorry if you live there, if you picture San Andreas on Grand Theft Auto, it was like that. It was loads of little shacks. I, I'm not going to lie. For a very pale Englishman who's not got much world experience, I was fucking terrified going through this place. Honestly, I remember I thought, right, I'm going to tackle this bus. It's a dollar on the bus. So I get on this bus, and it was intimidating I, It was just like I could tell that people was looking at me. Like, I don't know if I was being paranoid, but I could just tell that I was the odd one out. I'm not going to say why I was the odd one out, because in (laughs) 2019, you shouldn't say stuff like that, apparently. But we'll just say I was the odd one out on this bus. Um, You're the only one from Preston. Yeah, we'll put it politely. I was the only one from Preston. So we get on this bus and... I'm on the bus, and it's going on forever. Danny, they're taking different routes. After about an hour on this bus, I finally get to the Amway Centre. I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't want to get my phone out on this bus. I just thought, it's just not worth it. Um, So I get off the bus, and I'm about half a mile away from the Amway. I'm walking, I'm thinking, it's so quiet around here. It was really quiet, I remember thinking. There was, like, chicken shops, barbers and stuff with groups of people, will say, people and males um, outside, and obviously, like, I don't know, it was like, I, I, it was like loads of people with, like, different coloured bandanas were gathered outside shops in groups of 20, and I'm thinking, oh, do you know what I mean, you're just walking past on your own thinking, I hope nobody says anything, Um, a few, I had a few comments, but whatever, whatever, so I get to the Amway Centre for the show, the Amway Centre, as you said, is like, it's like heaven once you yeah. while it's surrounded by hell um so yeah so i get in the amway center it's a really nice building um obviously the show for nxt right i was in the top tier and in the top tier we, i felt like i was miles away from the action um now for me I'm, i know everybody loves nxt everybody loves nxt i i like yeah. nxt but i'm going to be honest with you the experience that I've had at both NXT TakeOver shows, I don't feel like it's been a great live experience, which is bizarre, because on the network, these shows are fantastic. But Yeah, I'm shocked by that, to be honest. I've always said this, for the two that I've been to, they've been okay. They, but there's something about it as a live experience. I don't know if it's because I was sat so high, but it just wasn't... It was okay. Like, this show... Danny, it had the debut of Alistair Black against CN Almas, which they faced each other at the next show. It was a it was an okay nothing match. Um you had revival versus DIY and AOP, I believe I might be wrong there, And like a triple threat tag mm-hmm. team match. Now live, this was like it was alright. And then I get back on the internet and everyone's like, Wow, match of the year contender. And I'm thinking, I don't remember feeling that. And then the main event was Bobby Roode versus Nakamura. This was like a 25-minute house show match. It was okay. So, for me, this was... it. I I, I didn't really enjoy this show. I thought it was okay. I was just glad to be out of my hotel, to be honest. But, yeah. So, that was my experience for NXT. Um, It was an okay show. It wasn't the best live experience. Um, And then I had to wait for the bus after the show in the middle of Orlando for about an hour. uh, Take this bus route back. So, yeah, that was it. That was my experience. Danny, talk about... Roh for
1: us. Just, just to uh, to, get, to concede as well about what you were saying regarding the area. Um, on the last night I was there for SmackDown, somebody tried to rob me um, outside the Amway, um, and I had to go all Scouts on him. And have you ever proper... made me, Stanley? <laughs> yeah, it, it was proper. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, lad. Come near me. Come near me. Go ahead, fucking Slayer. But what I forget <laughs> is right, he, he was just really confused. Um <laughs> he couldn't understand the word he was saying. He just saw this <laughs> large gentleman um, looking angry and speaking in what was probably a foreign language to mm. him. Um and he just sort of toddled off. Um but yeah, he went for me Wallace, after the um after the show, which was uh, I was waiting for Matty. Um and he went for me wallet and I pushed him away, and then I went for him, and then I started mouthing off at him, and he just fucked off. Um, but yeah, the Saturday, uh went to the WrestleCon hotel, where the bus was picking us up. Um, it was like $10 return bus travel, because it was that far out. It was in a place called Lakeland, Florida, which seemed really nice. Um, went down there, and they had like, Every year they do it and this year is going to be the first year that they're charging for it They have a festival of honor and they have people in the ring doing interviews. It's a full day from like one o'clock onwards people signing autographs um, a, a couple of dark matches. They had a women of honor sh- uh, show Beforehand and um, and it was it was like I'd spent all day there for the For, the, for about thirty five dollars what the ticket cost Um so it was it was a really good day on the build-up to it. Um when we actually get get there, that the show starts uh, about half past seven. Um some fantastic matches on here. Um I think I mentioned it before. One of the it was between this and the South Pacific Power Trip versus Sammy Callahan and Str- Shane Chain Strickland, um, Adam Cole versus uh, Marty Scale. Um now this was before you know, Adam was leaving the Bullet Club and all that kind of thing went off. Um, but it was an absolutely fantastic match. Um, the arena was great. It was like, I don't know whether it was an ice hockey arena or it was about, held about three and a half thousand. I had a really good spot. Um, and obviously, that was the last independent performance of the Hardys.
0: Yeah, it was. I remember being, funny enough, I remember being at NXT and the guy next to me was, his mate was a, um... The Ring of Honor show, and he was getting messages saying, "Oh, the Ring of Honor show is meant to be an amazing show. Um, oh, you had the killer main event, didn't you? The Hardys against the Young Bucks." Yeah, the Bucks, what was that it, like it, live? It was fantastic, um, and basically, I, I, there
1: was there was basically. People, the way the seats were worked out, people were just standing at the front, uh, you know, on the floor at the Hardy's match. They just everyone just stood. So I thought, fuck this. I was I was only in the lower tier and but at the very bottom. So I just come down and stood with everyone else who was um, who was watching. Um, so I got a close up. Uh, I had a few videos that I took from there, um, which was great, and. It, it, it was, it was electric in there. And at the end when the, the young books won uh, some amazing spots, especially from Nick Jackson. Um, but at, at the, uh, at the end of it all, um, there was a speech and basically they passed the, the, the Hardys passed over there, you know, the most exciting tag team, whatever you want to call it. They passed it over to, um, the books of youth as they called them. Um, uh, it, 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 we, I can't remember what the actual quote was, but it was basically we now consider ourselves obsolete. And obviously, then the next day, you know, we, we'll, we'll probably talk more about what happened. But it was a great show. Um, there was a tag team match between uh, Volador Jr., Will Osprey, Dragon Lee, and your favorite Jay White. Um, another, another amazing, an amazing match.
0: Um, That does sound like
1: a good match, to be fair. Yeah, uh, Bobby Fish versus Silas Young. um, Huge Bobby Fish fan. Um, Jay Lethal defeated Cody on the show in a Texas Bull Rope match. Um, But yeah, the the, the world television title match between Marty and Adam, probably aside from the main event, because I had a lot of emotion, a lot of feeling, was the best match on the card for me.
0: See, I've never actually seen this show to this day. I might have to go and dig it out. Yeah, it's well worth
1: it. uh, The Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara, um, they put on a really good match against the Machine Guns, both City Machine Guns and um, Rat Titus and Shane Taylor as well. Um, So it's definitely definitely worth worth a watch.
0: Yeah, sounds like it. So if anyone's out there listening, you fancy something, to watch something, watch that Ring of Honor show. Because I remember at the time hearing graving reviews about it. If, if I'm honest, I wish I had gone to that Danny instead of NXT, um, which is a trend that will continue in the next episode, funnily enough. Oh, yeah, um, as yeah, I, I say, now the NXT show was billed as being great, but I watched back the Ring of Honor show, you know, from Mania 34 weekend. Yeah. And I, I, I love that show. I know you had to leave early, but I really, really like that show. I don't mm. know why. It was just. I don't know it was good show it was good match after good match after good match there, there wasn't like a classic but sometimes if every match is good you don't need to so, uh, so that is like basically this, say, yeah can I just point out as well the one of the the biggest
1: ROH show that the first ROH I went to in Liverpool was the biggest crowd that was a thousand people at the Liverpool Olympia when I went to Supercard of Honor um I think this was 11 and in Orlando, it was three and a half thousand people, which was then the neck, the, the biggest crowd that they performed in front of. Went to New Orleans, and it was six and a half thousand, the the biggest crowd they performed in front of. And now I'm going to go and see them at the Garden, um, which will be extraordinary.
0: Do you know what, that? So is tr- that just shows how much Ring of Honor and indie wrestling as a whole, and Ring of Honor even in even indie. But do you know what I mean? Like you just said, three and a half thousand. Then Danny was like their record crowd, what, two years ago, and I just heard that, and I thought, three and a half thousand, is that it? Ring of Honour can do more than that, it just shows how much they've evolved over the years. Yeah, definitely, definitely. In two years' time, on. that growth,
1: wow. Sorry, go on, Danny. No, you're right, mate, as I say, they started 300 people in Murphy Rack Centre, and every year it's grown and it's grown and it's grown to the point we're at now and obviously they're partnering with new japan but it's probably a conversation for a different day um as we move on to
0: wrestlemania sunday wrestlemania sunday so the big day is here danny this is the the, what the show that you'd say the trip centered around um how do how was your day? I, I WrestleMania day. People always say, "Oh, I do this, I do this." Before I got to access. Before for me, it's none of that. It's relaxing, like we did at thirty-four. We got ourselves a subway. <laughs> we got ourselves a subway. <laughs> um, you just relax, don't you, in that morning? Try and get a lie in because it's a long ass show, WrestleMania. It's a long day. So yeah, yeah you just try and get as much rest as possible. Um, so obviously, I got the bus from my hotel to the arena again i remember thinking shit there's no buses coming back it was a sunday and the show was going to finish after the last bus so going into this danny i knew i would be facing a seven mile walk back to my hotel through the ghetto so i was that was in the back of my mind the entire show but i thought well if i die i die at least it's <laughs> on the way home from WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, no, I, it really was the kind of place where the mothers eat the younger was that rough.
0: <laughs> I know. I wouldn't, I'm not even, I'd heard about how rough it was before we went and I thought, Oh, it can't be that rough. Do you know what I mean? It's, I've been in, I've been to Croydon before. It can't be that. rough. <laughs> <laughs> Croydon, Croydon seems like a lovely place compared to this. Um, so yeah, so I get the bus there. Do you know what I mean? I'm looked at like a scumbag on this bus. I get to WrestleMania. I get to what is it, Camping World Stadium. How beautiful is that lake that's next oh. to the stadium. It really is a great setting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really was. Um it it, it was it was fantastic. It was the, the first time, you know. Getting to WrestleMania, just from my point of view, it it was I got there. and We went to the street party beforehand that started at twelve o'clock. That was on Church Street. Um, loads of DJs playing wrestling music. All these bars having wrestling on. Um, it was just a real party atmosphere. Um, and then you got a free bus down to WrestleMania itself. Um, and I just wanted to soak everything in. So I got everyone was there hours before like gates opened. Doors open, should I say? And it was so hot. Um, Like people were legit fainting around the, you know, waiting in the queues to get in. And I wanted to get in uh, as soon as I could because, you know, with my first WrestleMania, I wanted to see the stage and see what was going
0: on. Um, Yeah, I'd heard at WrestleMania 32, I remember it being all over the internet that people, if you remember the pre show, it was half empty, weren't it? Yeah. People were struggling to get in. So I thought, right, I'm getting in. Yeah, same with me. uh, Fainting
1: in front of us as well. Yeah, it was it wasn't great, Um, but once we got in, it was just seeing that 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 stage for me was something special. Um, The the, the seats we had, they were very much like bench seats, um, because as I said, I ended up in the top row. And this was another thing that I didn't touch on when I didn't get the tickets that I wanted to. I remember being a little bit disappointed because I was really looking forward to it. And my mate who I was working with at the time, who was also a wrestling fan. Turned around to me and he said, "Danny, he said you go into something that we never dreamed we would go to as kids. And we when we sat and watched WrestleMania after WrestleMania, don't be pissed off that you didn't get the right seat." And I think that's great advice to anyone who's yeah. going in the future, especially for your first time. You go into this thing that you love. And yeah, so I got up there. And, um, the facilities were fantastic. People selling, um, selling you your beer or your, your cold drinks coming over to you. Um, it, it was just a really, a really, really good day.
0: Yeah, it was, were not it? I think I tell you what. One of, my, one of my notes from that building was compared to WrestleMania Thirty One. At least I thought the atmosphere before the show started was pretty good. If you remember, there yeah. was like. What are all them cosplay guys? They were all, like, wrestling in the crowd, weren't they? Um, I just it, felt like it. it was a really good atmosphere uh, inside the building before the show. Obviously, it was a boiling hot day, wasn't it? Um yeah. But luckily, just before that first match, the weather almost, it just got a little bit cooler, didn't it? You know, but just before the main show started, the sun yeah. was going down. Um, obviously, we'll go through the pre-show. So the pre-show was... But we don't know. I'm not like last time. I'm not going to run through the show. So, the pre show, we had Neville versus Austin Aries. This is a match that would definitely not be happening in a WWE ring anytime soon. Neville against Austin Aries. (laughs) Great match as well. It was good, weren't it?
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed that one.
0: The people who are like, I've seen the live reaction to it. And my mate, he messaged me saying, oh, it was okay. It was nothing great. And I've seen that reaction online about the match. Whereas live, this came across really well. I think if you remember, somewhat it was either Neville or Aries looked like they'd really got badly injured in the match. Um, but yeah, so I'm sure you were soaking through the beers. We had then and- Ambrose versus Corbin. That was a oh, nothing yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the Andre the Giant battle run. I'm going to say this, Danny, right? I had the guy in front of me, he clearly knew someone backstage, right? Yeah. But he, he was betting. I'm obviously used to work in a bookie, so I know that you can, like, do you know what I mean? A lot of the results get leaked and stuff. He was talking to his mate about the bets he was putting on, and he was telling his mate he was going to win every match before it. Oh, and I, no, I, was, like, I and was, like, trying not to pay. And he was, like, yeah, I got word from, say, Steve backstage, M, Corbin's the favourite for this match but they're going with Ambrose and I seen his phone he had 500 quid on Ambrose to win the match and I'm sat there and I thought well ah bollocks, Ambrose ain't winning this match they want Corbin to win and Ambrose won and from yeah. that point forward I thought this guy actually knows something obviously to have that much money on it and then he's 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 going oh the Hardys are coming back, and he's like yeah Roman's winning the main event and I'm thinking oh, uh, what a fucking douchebag I know, but he wasn't telling me. He was just talking to his mate, but being that close, so I was getting a little bit to the point where I'm like, Ugh, trying not to listen, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so obviously we'll go into the show. The, we had the opening video for the show it, that was brilliant. I remember thinking, "This is it." This it wasn't it a really good start to the show, the WrestleMania show. Yeah, we had Shane. AJ it was great live. Great. Can live. I just?
1: Can I just say, a, a part of the battle royal, Rob Gronkowski. Um, I think he's a Pats player. Um, after he got involved because he was Mojo Rawley's mate, do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. The um, fucking props to the security guard who tackled Gronk- Gronkowski after coming in from the uh, you know from the over the barrier. I'm yeah. sure it was a woman security guard tackled him awesome. and wouldn't let him go. Um, and then he had to say, "Yeah, you could actually hear him i 'I'm part. It's part of the show. I'm part of the show.'" And she let him go, and he actually went into the ring after that. But fair play to her.
0: Yeah, it was funny. She's the same security guard who uh, kicked Enzo out of Survivor Series. Do you remember when he dressed up to get in the crowd this year? She she actually kicked him out of Survivor Series. <laughs> 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 she was never going to have any problem with Enzo after dealing with him um, so yeah so we had Shane against AJ that was a really good match live it word, was, as said. It was. Uh, the atmosphere for this match I remember thinking this is the atmosphere for this was better than 31 I think the weather helped because it was daylight at 31 um, yeah. but the opening to this show I remember thinking right we had Shane AJ didn't we we had KO versus Jericho which was good um, and yeah. I, I actually
1: yeah, thought the, that was an, an excellent match, and if you remember back to the WrestleMania documentary they did, yeah, I was night, just uh, going to say this: Kevin, but... Ke- when Vince kicked off of Kevin Owens for having a terrible match, I, I thought know. it was I thought it was a really, really good match. I was surprised that he'd uh, he, he'd, he'd done that, but
0: yeah, it just wasn't. Sometimes he's a, he's a fucking idiot, Vince. Anyway, so um, we fucking had the Kevin Owens, worth three point two billion. Yeah, what a bell end. Um, so obviously Shane Jericho, Shane Jericho, Shane AJ was good. Kevin Orange Jericho was good. We had the women's match. I didn't really think that was that good. The women's match, if no, I remember, I, 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 I think I preferred the other women's match. Did you? Right, I, I didn't think think much of either of them, to be honest. Um, no. But obviously, I think Bailey won with like an homage to Randy Savage, and it was just like. Yes. It was hard live to pick, but the problem was live, I don't know where you was, there was lights that were shining on the the lower tier, opposite the hard mm. one. There was lights shining on the match, and nobody in that bottom tier could see what was going on throughout the match, and it really affected the crowd.
1: Well, to be honest with you, it was around this time that I'd, uh, I'd started in the nosebleeds, but I sort of finessed to the 100 level. Um, I got a tip that when you know whatever hard cam is, there's a block of seats that gets tarpaulined over, um, so they put a cover over them, but people just go and sit there. Um, I made myself down and basically sat behind the tent where hard cam and all the production systems were, and it was a perfect view. Um, it was a bang on center, um, the same tickets people would have paid a lot of money for. Um, so it was at you this point. I mean. That I yeah
0: yeah that I I went down there and had the most amazing view. Yeah, it sounds like that was a great view. I think I think I remember you telling me you'd snuck down, which I think this is how good my memory is. I think sneaking down to different sections comes back to bite you in the ass later on. It does. It does. <laughs> anyway, so we'll talk about what was next. Probably the moment of the weekend for most people. The Hardy Boys returned. How loud was that pop, Danny?
1: Unbelievably loud. Um for an outdoor stadium. Um, you know, you, you watch on TV and you hear these pops and these places and I been you know, I've heard them myself on numerous occasions, but this was something special. It was like it was like well, I, I when well I'm an Evertonian and when Goodison is up for it, it gets it's it, we, we don't chant, we don't you, you hear this it's like a visceral a guttural draw that comes out. Um and it was like that. It was this, it was it was, it was a build-up and then a, a total I don't I don't know, it's hard to describe, but because it was in an outdoor stadium, it didn't bounce back and you could hear everyone,
0: yeah. It was just like a ah! it was something. Yeah, different. I know. Could you imagine if that was indoor? in, like, say, I don't know, an Amway center, how loud that pop would have been.
1: Well, I remember how, uh, how loud the
0: pop was for uh, Shinsuke. Um, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Um, so, yeah, so the Hardy Boys, they won the tag team titles. That was probably the moment of the weekend. The match was all right, when it? It wasn't. Now, the, yeah. th- the thing is, this WrestleMania, I'd say, looking back at it as a show, there was a lot of good matches, but we didn't really get... There'll be no match on this show that people are like that was a classic WrestleMania match. I, I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah, no, to completely, completely. It was full of good matches with a couple of shit ones in there. And yeah. um, which, speaking of shit ones, John Cena, Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. We don't need to talk much about this. It was fucking awful.
1: The one yeah. thing I'll say about about this match, um, I, you know, go back to the guy you were talking most of the who was doing the bet and. There was a lot of people who hate John Cena and that's fine. You can do what you want. There was loads of people booing the angle and uh, when they got married and stuff and ch- chanting nasty things. There was a kid by us who was dressed head to toe in John Cena and it was the first WrestleMania and everyone was booing them and making smart, smart remarks around them. And I felt so sorry for the kid because she was crying Um crying mm-hmm. And I just thought she comes to see John Cena, she gets to see him, and then you've got these fucking dickheads around her trying to boo him because it's cool. And I don't know, I felt a little bit, I felt a little bit sorry for her because that could have been a magic moment for her. And I just thought, you you know what, you guys need to fucking settle down, um, go and say what you want and do what you want, but. Just don't don't do it in such a manner that you're upsetting the fucking kids who are seeing them for the first time. Um, so yeah, that's all I want to say about that match. Just be, if you are going to these shows and you are doing these things, just be mindful of the people around
0: you. Or you can boo them like fuck, like I was doing. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, it was probably me, Danny. No, um, I'm joking. To be. For me, with this, right, what I didn't... The match, I wasn't booing them. It annoys me when people boo John Cena at this stage. I feel like we've got past all that. Do you know what I mean? The the reason people booed him was because he was shoved down people's throats, yeah? But now he he puts people over. Let's face it, he's been a great servant to the WWE for 15 years now. I haven't seen a bad John Cena match in five years. I know. I just don't get... For me, at this point... I. Like I don't know. I feel like he should get. I'd love for John Cena to come back and get like a standing ovation. I feel like it's just gone. The whole Cena sucks thing. Yeah, it was it was funny back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. But do you know what I mean? I just feel like it's gone. But the one thing I will say is, I don't want to see a marriage proposal in the middle of a WrestleMania ring. I didn't like yeah, it this. Was, I was it was a just...
1: shame, shameful promotion for the Bellas. Um, however, it's fine to boo and what have you, but I just think when a kid's sitting there, watching it for the first time, and seeing one of the heroes, just be mindful of who's sat next to you, do you know what I mean, yeah. let's not well, you know, completely ruin it for people
0: well, two years later I was booing because I thought two years later, Big John's going to be running around Hollywood, swinging his chopper about, with no thought about Nikki Bella, and I was proved right <laughs> Um another thing you were talking about kids right the neville austin aries match and um, the guy next to me little kid next to me was like a he loved austin aries for some reason i all the people you want as like a role model in life this guy chose an austin aries um but yeah so he was from newcastle this little lad yeah and um he's there and he's like oh austin aries loving him and neville won and he was gutted and i remember saying to him i remember saying mate don't worry he'll definitely win it back at the next pay-per-view. You watch that next pay-per-view and he'll win. <laughs> Three months later, Aston Aries at the local job centre eating a cucumber. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so if that little kid's listening, I'm really sorry. Um, so yes, yeah, so and next, Danny, we had Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Now, this match was dead. The, the It was just dead, the, the building yeah. for this match. But I've watched it back, and I thought it was a great match. For me, it was match of the night. I thought it was really good, but live, people didn't... I enjoyed it live, but people were not into this match at all, which surprised me. I thought all you people at the airport were your Seth Rollins t-shirts on. It sat on your hands. Mm,
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: I thought it was a good match. I don't think it was the best match, Um, but you are right. It was during, after that, thing with Cena and the marriage proposal there was a lull for this match and, and I think the next match but this was I, I thought it was a really good match and it was I think they jumped it as a non sanction match or something haven't they um, but yeah you're right mate I think it was just because of the length of the show the crowd takes a lull at some point before it starts building its way back up again
0: yeah, definitely, definitely And then we had the Bray Wyatt against Orton match That was very, very disappointing match That the WWE <laughs> title match at Wrestlemania What a lot of shit Well, I, everyone hates that match
1: I absolutely loved it I loved the way the worms and stuff Kept appearing on the ring I loved the storytelling behind it Not Andy Orton's biggest fan But I am certainly in the minority Of people who enjoyed that match You enjoyed it?
0: Very much Danny, I, I I told Sean we could start recording at half eight, and it's literally it's about quarter past nine. Ah, fuck Sean, <laughs> Sean, I'm I feel a bit bad actually, but that anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on, right? So we have the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton match. I was disappointed with that match. Um, Brett Lesnar Goldberg was probably the best five minute match of all time. Yes, this was great yes, agreed. Life, wasn't
1: it? agreed, definitely. Um. Lots of stories in that five minutes. Lots of storytelling. Um, very good. Very hard hitting as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then the main event: Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. What were your thoughts on this, Danny? i, I Oh I don't my really... god! my god! You're missing
1: out the uh, the,
0: the women's match. The Roman Reigns challenge. versus Undertaker. <laughs> I'm not that six pack challenge. That was a terrible <laughs> match. You said it was uh... the Bailey match. It... Tell you what, that just shows how far Becky Lynch has come in two years. Jesus. Oh, she me. went from so that... semi main event in WrestleMania in this nothing match.
1: Now there you go. Just all I'll say, Naomi, uh Naomi, Naomi won and Jay, Jay Uso is a very, very lucky man. Um uh, right, uh, so Roman Reigns versus the
0: Undertaker. Yeah. A quick note from this match. Do you remember the little lad I was talking about from Newcastle? Yeah, sat next to me he was with his mum and dad and his dad was clearly the big wrestling fan he was falling asleep and the mum, it was at this point I remember thinking to myself, I'll never forget it I remember thinking I'm going to be single till the day I die (laughs) listen to this Danny, so it's Roman Reigns against Undertaker, it's the main event of Wrestlemania and this woman, well, she's going to the guy He's falling asleep. He's asleep. I'm trying to do a Geordie accent. We're going to have to go. And he's going, he's doing this from like the Orton Wyatt match. Right. And this poor little bastard had to leave WrestleMania before the main event because his wife was pecking his head that they needed to go. Or they left Danny before the main event. And I thought that is it. I will never, I will never be I at the time. I was newly single for about three or four weeks I thought, it's just not for me. I can never be in this. Obviously, I'd never leave, even if I was with a girl. But I just thought, wow, life's too short to be leaving WrestleMania main events before they start. So if you're listening to that guy, you fucking soft bastard, put your foot down, mate. Anyway, Roman yeah, Reigns versus The Undertaker. Honest,
1: honest to God, they just let her fucking throat and let her bleed out there <laughs> and then quietly. Um, anyway, yeah, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Um, probably the best match, and the uh, people's results. Um, get rid of that fucking big slow dope, and bring in the new era, which
0: is Roman Reigns. Everyone <laughs> loves <him. laughs> Yeah, you could say that, couldn't you? To be fair, this was the match, right? Where I thought people say I thought Roman did well. To Undertaker was had no business being in the ring for this match for me, and I thought Roman he did okay. At carrying the Undertaker, but the layout of this match was fucking ridiculous. The spears, no one was even reacting to the spears. Yeah. There was that tombstone spot where he couldn't get him up.
1: There was there was a few mistimed yeah, it was it wasn't a great match. Um I don't think there's much we can say about this. It was an Undertaker match, and I think there was suspicion this is going to be his last match. Um the emotion at the end was overwhelming um for most people. Um but the match wasn't great.
0: Yeah, the ma- it was a very and, uh, I'm not blaming blaming Roman
1: or the Undertaker. It was just it shouldn't have happened, really. And if it was gonna happen, if that was gonna be his last match as as we all thought it was at that point, you put him in there with somebody like Cena.
0: Yeah. Who can carry yeah, you the do. Match. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We, Even like
1: we tr- all know we all know Roman Reigns' limitations and um, we knew Undertaker's limitations with the injuries he had at the time, that decision should never have been made. But, yeah. that, as I say, the way it ended was, I think, was very well done in the, from the Undertaker's point of view. Um, the, the, where the way he left, he left the heart and everything down in the ring. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. It was a great moment, but at the same time, right, when it finished, it was a sad moment, weren't it? It was, mate. It was because, like
1: myself, I'm thirty eight now, thirty eight in June, and I've been in a situation where the Undertaker has always been around in wrestling, and to see him, what we thought not be around, it, it was, it was was going to be the end of an era, because he's been the constant. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, little did we know a year later, he'd be back in the ring. <laughs> and this was all for nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, so I actually snuck down to the front row for this, for him leaving. I was stood on the front row, Donnie. Good man. Yeah, I thought I'll sneak down. So I'm there, I got a picture in front of his hat that he left in the ring, got some pretty decent footage. Um, See, so yeah, it was a dep- the, the best part of this ending for me were people fighting over these collector's chairs. Like A guy, a guy oh, got arrested. <laughs> but yeah. well,
1: the lad we with who was a school teacher he was i got a lift back from my mate john uh john and mary who went over the married couple and their the daughter rebecca lovely lovely people see them up and down the ref uh, the the brit red scene um he's a southampton fan and he's they they gave me lifts to shows and all sorts really lovely people and a lad that they know um, who I, I don't know whether you've met. His name's Dan as well. Um, he's a school teacher in Manchester, um, and he got stopped by security for bringing out his own chair, the one he showed his ticket for, and the receipt. And he was had to stay back for nearly half an hour because um, the the supervisors were arguing. It was ridiculous, but it happened to more than one person.
0: Maybe, maybe that was the guy that I seen, because I've seen a lot of stuff like this going on. Um so, Danny, right, we leave the, you well, we're not together, but we leave the building. It was mayhem. I remember outside that arena, people everywhere walking in random directions. did you how did you get back to your hotel after the show?? Yeah. Again, I was lucky.
1: John was there, and basically, some house outside the stadium because you remember, the, as you say, these little houses. Um, we pulled up, and basically, well, well John had pulled up because I didn't go with him. I went back with him. And he basically said, um, You can park here. We'll look after your car, and make sure that nothing happens to it um, if you give us $40. Uh, and it was a rental car. And John went, Yeah, that's fine. Um, and it was literally as soon as you come out the gate. The the gates where we, we were, which was stage left. As soon as you come out, walked into this this house and the car was there. Um, so it took us a while It took us about an hour to get back because of all the traffic, but it was it was nice and easy. Didn't have to walk. Didn't have to you know.
0: Right. Well, that sounds brilliant. Thanks for my lift. I'm gonna talk about this, right? So, Danny, it's midnight or whatever <laughs> time it was. It's pitch black. I'm on my own in shorts and a t-shirt and i'm walking back and it was i knew it was seven miles i'm walking through this paramore place i'm looking at google maps on my phone thinking should i get my phone out in case i get mugged so i'm walking i just started following crowds hoping i was in the right direction and danny i, I just remember walking and walking and walking and i'm thinking oh my god this is so far i'm walking down like quiet streets dual carriageways As I get further and further, there's less and less people. Um, It's 2am, I'm walking down through the ghetto.
1: America's not a country that's built for walking either, is it? Let's be honest. No,
0: no, definitely not. I'm walking through grass... It was just, I'm thinking, this is Orlando. I hope there's no crocodiles lurking about anywhere. (laughs) snakes. the what I was shit. All sorts were going through my head. I tried talking, just in front of me, there were two lads and I thought, I'll try and keep close to him. But I'd been doing this for about three miles and I thought, they're probably thinking I'm going to fucking have them off or something here. So I caught (laughs) up and I I heard English accents. I was like, oh, I I said, I'm from England. I said, I'm walking back on my own. And I think they were from like, I think they were West Brom fans or Southampton or Summit. And they yeah. just looked at me as if I was like some weirdo and they sat down on the bench on a bench. So I had to walk off on my own. I thought, you <laughs> fucking balance. But if I end up getting raped or something, it's your fault. You can walk with me. I was talking to you for about a minute, and they just could tell they just stopped as if they were little wet farts, probably progress fans or something. Um and they, I just fucking idiots. So anyway, so these West Brom fans, Southampton, whatever. Southampton, I hope you get relegated. Um, So I'm walking on my own. Danny, it's about two and a half hours into this walk. I go to the garage to, like, get a bottle of water. And this guy starts following me. He's behind me for ages. Big guy. And I'm thinking, this is it. So eventually he goes. And I'd been walking, Danny, for hours past. It was just a bizarre. I'll never forget this experience. And I thought, you know what? What am I going to do here? So I rang my mum just to pass a bit of time she was opening up at work back in england so i'm telling yeah. i was like i'm in the middle of the ghetto in orlando it's 6 a.m in the morning over there it's about whatever time over here probably later over there i was like if i die i just want to let you know that i love you because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not gonna worry what... your mum at all who's powerless to do anything about it someone so she's there and she was like Oh, I'm sure she was, like, panicking a little bit. And eventually I saw that Burger King at the end of this role. And I saw the Burger King. I was like, yes, I'm back <laughs> at my oh It was the wrong fucking Burger King. It was oh, a different no. one. And I looked on Google Maps and I had another one and a half miles to walk. So I started sprinting. I thought, sod it, I'm getting back here. So I sprinted back. My feet were covered in blisters the next day. And that was oh. it. I will not be walking back from WrestleMania again.
1: A slightly nicer story. I got back and I went to the hotel bar. Um, there was this terrace outside. It was a lovely hotel, but the bar was closed. They had a little twenty-four hour shop on site, which sold uh, beer, cold beer, and I got two of these big, like one liter cans of their uh, Bud Light. And it was such a nice night. It was about one half one in the morning, and I just sat there for about an hour drinking and smoking, and. Re- You know, looking back over the day, and I'm so grateful that I got I got to go to this. It was my first WrestleMania. It was it was a good WrestleMania, I think, Um, but it it was much more special because I was there. I think in all honesty, yeah, I think in all honesty, the quality of your WrestleMania doesn't matter so much when you're there because you're just having a fantastic time, Um, and you'll enjoy it a lot more than anyone who's just sat at home watching it on the network. but the feelings of gratitude, and uh, again, something that I wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, if you can afford to do it, just go and do it. That, that's my message. And on, on the back of that, just reliving over this whole fantastic week. Um, but I'm sure you want
0: to move on to uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it was actually it was great, were not it? It is great. Yeah. Like, literally, if you've got to go through it. What the thing is now? What you were saying before, you were saying, oh, WrestleMania, it's like a big thing, a big. Do you know what I mean? Now. We pretty much just view it as I'm walking to the corner shop to get something to drink, drink something to drink, yeah. something to eat. We, it's just like, yeah, going WrestleMania, yeah, whatever. Sorted. I'll deal with it on the day. Whereas but as, at the time, you, it's so huge that first time. If you if you haven't got
1: responsibilities or if you have um, a decent paying job or whatever the situation, if you can go, go just once. You you you've got you've got to do it. You owe it to yourself as a as a fan to do it. Um, and you'll have the even if even if you think to yourself, oh, I might I might go this year, then I might go next year. Just treat every experience and every time you go as if it's your last time. It's you know yeah, it's a once in a lifetime experience that we've been lucky enough to live a couple of times,
0: and we will be living through it again. And in Tampa next year, we'll be living it through as we go back to Florida. <laughs> Well, we'll Danny, see. Donnie, you're coming. Right, so I'm going to have to breeze through this pretty much. Yeah. Basically, because Sean might be having a heart attack. Um. Basically, for Raw, Ro- 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 so we'll quickly go through Raw. Ro- Raw, it was remembered for that amazing Roman Reigns segment. It was the This Is My Yard Now promo. I can't remember. Oh, he liked it. That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Fucking that got me 13, to like Roman Reigns, that.
1: 13 minutes. That he was constantly booed and fuck Roman and this, that, and the other,
0: and just the I'll way, just never, the way. Ever forget the Undertaker Roman so <gasps> It was going yeah. on. The Roman sucks chants were getting louder and louder. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. That was one of my favorite moments I've seen live in WWE. I thought it was, was unbelievable. Fantastic. Yeah, very, um, very good. Obviously, other parts of the show, we had The Revival making their debut. Um, Finn Balor returns team with Rollins. Angle yes. was announced as GM. This was a good show. It wasn't like your uh, WrestleMania 30 no. show,
1: but it was good show. But- how good was that when they were about to announce that the raw general manager and it cut co- and, and fucking, uh, Teddy long comes out. Oh Clear. yeah. <laughs> and everyone, everyone was waiting for Kate And, and Vince, Vince was stuck in the ring and uh, Te- Teddy, come, Teddy long comes out and he's, he's giving it the little dance and Vince just <laughs> went, Ted, De- Teddy, stop, stop dancing stop dancing it's not, you. Ted. It's not ted. you and then he just went ted stop dancing uh, and then, and then sure enough angle come out but yeah that was great
0: yeah that was good so i enjoyed this row it was a good raw it was better than the mania 31 raw after mania and i'd probably say it was better than last year's raw after mania at 34 um right as i said we're gonna have to pretty much wrap up soon but yeah. smackdown um so, I remember this day it had sort of cooled down a bit. I had a walk around the Orlando City ground uh, before, which was fucking shit all. Um, So, this Smackdown, it, <laughs> it, it was like the last, it, it was feeling like everyone was getting ready to go home. The Smackdown, yeah. you get that feeling that it's ending, don't you? It's a bit sad, but yeah, it's ended. We it Obviously, had
1: obviously Evan, we're playing Manchester United on this day as well, so we watched it and Hooters, me and Welsh Danny who's a Man United fan, obviously he's Man United from from Wales, of course. Um, But we watched it together. And Matty, who was at Liverpool, we all all watched that before we went to SmackDown. Um, It was great. Did you win?
0: No, we drew. And Phil Jagielka scored an overhead kick. Oh, sounds great. We beat Bristol City that night, 5-0. Fabulous, fabulous. Fabulous Um, time to be alive. Phil Jagielka scored an overhead kick. Big Phil, the best goalkeeper that never was. Um, <laughs> right, so obviously this SmackDown, it had Nakamura debut, debuted. It. That was a huge pop, weren't it? The violin player was out. It was great, weren't it?
1: Yeah, it was such a loud, loud pop. Uh, and I was live on Facebook as it happened. Um, and it was it, it, everyone was just saying how jealous they were of me. Uh, but yeah, not much else happened. Um, with the SmackDown, there's no matches that really stuck out.
0: For me. No, we had the Ty Dillinger debut, and here he is two years ago, and he's gone. Um, But as I said to you before we went on air, the the match that they, they filmed, 205 Live, after SmackDown, yeah? Right? Yeah. So the match that they had to keep us in was Nakamura versus Ziggler, right? And at Danny, everyone leaves when 205 Live starts, don't they? So some people sneak down to the front for this, when a lot of people have left, so Danny, tell us what happened.
1: Right. So I uh, was texting me saying, "I'm off front row. Um, come down. Nobody's checking." So I went, "Okay." So I come down, and uh, as soon as I get down to the to the bottom, I go through, and the lady the lady says, "Oh, can I see your ticket?" Um, I was trying to brush past on my mobile phone. And she was, I "Can see your ticket?" I said, uh, "Do you know what? I'll be dead honest with you." My friends down there. So I was, well, I'll play the proper because everyone was everyone was leaving. I said, uh, I, 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 "My friends down there." He's just texted me and he said, "There's nobody. There's nobody in the seat." So I was wondering if I could go down. And she said, "No, you can't. You've got to have a ticket." And I said, "Okay, apologies." And went to walk back up to my seat, and she went, "No, no, stay there." And she got on the radio, and this big dude. Um, her, who came up to me and he said you're gonna have to leave now and this is about 15 minutes before 15 20 minutes before the end of the show and i was ejected from the building i was this guy come up and he's he walked me out and to be fair to him he was really really nice he was like literally going fuck man i'm so sorry i don't know what's going on and all this shit Uh, I was like, no worries, man. It's it's not a problem. Uh, I didn't really miss that much anyway. A bit of 205 live and the the Ziggler match um, with Nakamura. But he basically, I got thrown out. um, And then that was when somebody tried to rob me as I was waiting for Matty, who was giving me a lift home. Um, So, yeah, uh, that that was
0: fun times. It's a bit of an annoying ending that, really, I think. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I've been at these shows. You know, when you got kicked out. They were yeah. asking people in our section to move down to the yeah, floor so it looked busier. So that's
1: it, that's what Anwar said, but he he got stopped by a security member of the Amway Center, but the WWE security was saying to them, "No, no, let them come." Um So it's just one of those things. It, it certainly didn't sour, and I think um, the guy was de- who threw me out was dead apologetic. He was really nice. Um It was the last last night of WrestleMania, and I really wasn't going to let that sour my holiday.
0: Yeah, it was at least you had a funny story coming out of it. Um, no, that's we it. will We will we'll try that somewhere this year, I think. Um, <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so that was it. We've recapped WrestleMania for you. We've quickly breezed through Rolling Smackdown, but more it's just more about talking about your experience than anything. As I say, WrestleMania is the biggest part of the weekend, but the experience of the entire week is what is the best part, really. It, it isn't it, does.
1: There's a lot much
0: more to WrestleMania. And
1: it's, the, it's the people you meet. I met you there. I met, uh, met up properly with Adam. Um, Matthew is also be- became a really good friend. Uh, all the people I met over there have been fantastic. And it's one good thing I always say about wrestling you meet good people. And um, people who are shitty to you, they won't fuck it over. They're just, they, it, everyone's there. And everyone is there for the same thing. Same common goal. Uh, we'll go into that probably a bit more about New Orleans because it was much more of a social environment there than it was in Florida. However, it, 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 the people you meet are there. And if you are going to go on your own I've said it before, just go. You will meet loads of people.
0: Yeah, correct. I, don't know, I was just thinking about, Danny, while we've been going through this show, right? What... Right, think about all the little things along the way. that Because the year after this, we go to WrestleMania. We stayed together, didn't we, at WrestleMania? Do you know what I mean? Went to all the shows together, right? If you just think about this, imagine if I hadn't a messaged Anwar. Well, Anwar hadn't messaged me to buy the tickets off me. I would have yep. never spoke to Anwar on the airport, and I never would have met you. So it's just That's all a... the little things that, all the little one in a hundred chances, one in a thousand chances that along the way what if I hadn't have spoke to Amwar in the airport? Because I nearly didn't, because I thought he'd probably think I'm, I, I would trying to have him off with them tickets. And here we are, <laughs> two years later, we, purely if Amwar hadn't messaged me about them tickets, we would not be doing this podcast. There'd be no House of Honour podcast. We wouldn't have gone to New Orleans together. It, it's just crazy, all the coincidences Adam. that happen along the way. And on that point, we shared many, many beers together in New
1: Orleans, especially. And just on that point, if you would like a free case of beer, you can get us. uh, Go to beer52.com forward slash H-O-H pod. They will send you a free case of craft beer. Craft beer, that is beer52.com forward slash H-O-H pod. You just need to pay $5.95 for the postage, and you'll get a crate of beer free. So... I needed to get that in before the end, because obviously the House of Honour is the best podcast on the network. And uh, I'd just like to thank you very much for today, Dan. And I will sign off because you need to get to
0: uh, fucking Sean. That is unbelievable. I'm there talking about how we met and how it was a great story and you cut me off to sell something. Fucking hell. We
1: have have proud sponsorship. And on that... um, there's, uh you've also got a little bit of an announcement to make as well, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I have. So stay tuned to the end of the show to listen to that. And I will make that announcement. But just quickly, Danny, to recap, yep. how amazing was WrestleMania 33 for you overall? It was my
1: first Mania. It was, it was amazing. Um, most people will say to you the first Mania was the best one they ever went to. I will make an argument against that next week. Um, yeah. But it was amazing. It was a great atmosphere. It was meeting fantastic people. It's like go when if you're a football fan and you go away and you take over a particular pub or a particular town, imagine 60,000 wrestling fans taking over a town that is, uh, I'm meeting all these people. You don't even need to know people. You can just let on to them by the shirt, and people yeah. will make you welcome. Wonderful, wonderful time. Um, I, I don't see, I, I don't foresee a time where I don't go to one of these big shows. Um, fucking do it. If you're
0: thinking about it, just
1: do it.
0: Yeah, just do it. Sorry, Nike. So, yeah, so that's it. As I say I ended the trip. I went to go and get loads of little Disney toys for my little girl. That was the last part of my trip. Got the coach back to the airport. I think I saw you at the airport with Anwar. We talked about the trip. If I'd have said to you in about two years' time we'll be doing a podcast on this trip, I'd have been like, oh, maybe not. But, hey, look what's happened She's Danny. <laughs> I'd have been like, you fuck off, you Lancashire prick. <laughs> you Scouse bastard. Um, so I think that's time to wrap up, Danny. We will be back in at least maybe a week or two. We'll keep keep notice to the wrestling newspaper Twitter. We will be back to discuss our amazing trip to WrestleMania Thirty Four. This for me was my best WrestleMania Thirty Four. It was amazing. We it was just an amazing experience. WrestleMania Thirty Three is over for me. It was a bit of an up and down. I was a bit. It was like not really. I, it was a bit of a my life at the time with work and stuff was a bit tough, but I've got through it. We're here. WrestleMania 34 will be next week. Danny, I just want to say thanks for taking this time to join me. And that's it. Do you want to, do you want to wrap well, us up, Danny? Give us the final Dave, word, my friend.
1: Okay, the final word. Fantastic time. Some great shows. Some good matches. I wouldn't say some overwhelmingly good matches, but It was the start of me building some great friends who go to WrestleMania, goes to shows up and down the country all throughout the year. Um, My favourite, favourite, favourite time up until this point in my life, that was then to be, uh, it was then to get even better next year. Um, WrestleMania 34, look out for that episode because we had so much fun. So much fun. What a place, what a time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm from Danny and the House of Honour podcast. Follow us at uh, the House of Honour pod on Twitter, at House of Honour pod. Follow me at ROHDude on Twitter. Thank you very much,
0: Dan. Thanks for having me. Give us the green light, because we're ready to go. Oh, oh, oh. What you waiting for? You only got one life. One life. And we gon' live it up. So give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to go. Oh. Oh, we go, we go, we go,
1: oh. Cause I'm ready to go, oh, oh.
0: Oh, we go, we go, we go, we go, oh. Give me the green light. Oh, yeah. I got the green light, mama, and you know what that means. I wanna make it, ooh, ah, you scream, and I practice what I preach, if you know what I mean. I'm about that, mommy. Yeah, I got the key, and I'ma lock that, mommy. Yeah, we can roll, and I'ma rock that, mommy. I do what I say, and say what I mean. Now let me jump in between. I'm getting loose in this thing, like OJ the juice in this thing. Feeling like left eye, boy, I burn the roof in this thing. I got all the women getting naked, feeling like Luke in this thing. Think it's a game. Now I got the green lit and the green right. All I need is mommy for you to give me the green light, so I can run through it like Step on the gas. Woo!
1: Give me the green light. Oh, uh, yeah. Because
0: I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time.
1: Let's go. What you waiting for? You only got one life. Right. And we gonna live it up. So give me the green light.